Hi, hello everyone, it's Pam and it's time to chat. It's Friday, July 3rd, and we are looking at July 4th weekend in COVID-19 lockdown. Well, again, um, in Palm Beach County, wearing masks in public, wearing masks once you leave home, um, is it has been mandated. So we have to do that. The beaches are closed. Not that we would have dared try to go to the beach on July 4th weekend. We anticipate seeing many boats float past this weekend. I, I don't want to talk about July 4th. I'm not feeling the need to talk about it this year. I want to talk about one from the past. So I'm going to talk about that. I want to talk about a very special kitty cat, a very special feline. I'm going to give you an update on uh, the whole vanilla ice <laughs> situation. But most importantly, I want to talk about something that I missed yesterday. <clears throat> and I, I was remiss in that. Yesterday was the anniversary <clears throat> excuse me, of the Civil Rights Act that Lyndon Johnson uh, uh, signed back in, uh, on July 3rd, uh, or excuse me, July 2nd, uh, 1964. Now, LBJ was a character. He, he really was in so many ways. But one thing that I do know about LBJ was that he was a big proponent of civil rights. That was very, very important to him. So he did a lot uh, in that area. And basically, the Civil Rights Act that he signed, it, it went through, it, it actually, let me, let me give credit where credit's due, because it was really started by Kennedy. It was introduced by Kennedy, and it, it really didn't make it through. It was filibustered out. And then LBJ brought it back and got it through. Again, there was a filibuster. Uh, it was a challenge. And why I think it's so important to bring that up this year is because of everything that's going on in the country right now. We're trying to roll the clock back in so many ways. So many ways that are detrimental to the freedoms of the country. Basically, the Civil Rights Act, which is, has uh, sort of, if you will, been updated <laughs> through the years uh, to include, include other things to, to prevent discrimination. But that's basically what this was for, the Civil Rights Act, which it's, it's hard to wrap your head around the fact that you have to have an act for equality. <laughs> but you do. And even then, it's still a challenge. But it was, you could not discriminate based on race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. Now, that goes back to 1964. Now, it has been, like I said, it has been updated to include sexual orientation, women's rights, things like that. You know, schools, employment, uh, public accommodations. It's really hard to wrap your head around that. We're still bogged down in such messes. Every single day when I pull up my news sources, and there are many that I have, every day there is some kind of attack 
on someone, a physical and verbal attack every day, all over the country. Connecticut, today I read uh, an incident in Connecticut. Uh, there was an incident in San Francisco. Now, you really don't think about that in San Francisco. You truly, truly do not. But here we are. Here we are. And uh, it is, uh, it's an interesting time uh, for us, and not in a good way. I want to give an update on Vanilla Ice on little old Rob Van Winkle. And his little, his little soiree there in Austin, Texas on Lake Travis. That would have held 2,500. Um, it's over. It's not going to happen on July 4th. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Um, Trump had to go to Mount Rushmore where they haven't had fireworks in years because it's a danger. It's a fire danger. But, oh, no, no. Let's go. Let's try to set things on fire around Mount Rushmore. There's a, a Hitchcock movie where Cary Grant and Eva Marie Saint are being chased by bad guys, including Martin Landau, if you don't know who that is. Look him up. Um, he had a long career and played a variety of, of kind of characters, but he was a bad guy in um, North by Northwest. And there's a scene where they're climbing on climbing around on the monument, you know, Hitchcock style, of course, Hollywood style. But it's still, it's a really very, a, a fun movie. And if you're just hanging out and uh, maybe you're not a fan of classic movies, uh, but uh, give it a try. See what you think. North by Northwest. And uh, they're going to be climbing all over the monument. Gary and I have been to Mount Rushmore. And say what you will about this and that, about the, the faces that are on there. And there's just always controversy about everything. But it's impressive. It, is, it's, it was really a fun, a, a, a fun thing. There's a, there's a scene in North by Northwest where Cary Grant fires a gun uh, inside the, where the visitors go to eat and stuff. And there's a mistake in it. And they looked at it. It's in there uh, where the little boy, there's a little boy in the background. And he reacts to the gun before the gun goes off. It's, it's really kind of a, a, a cute little blooper in North by Northwest. But uh, we don't need to, to have anything going on at Mount Rushmore for the 4th of July. That's asinine given the state of the country. And certainly the fact that Texas has done better than Florida, at least their governor has put wearing masks into effect. And that's uh, something that our governor has not done on a statewide basis. Leaving it to counties, he's just uh, so completely lame. But Palm Beach County has uh, has done the right thing by having to wear a mask. Gary and I have um, paper mask. They're they're well they're uh, disposable mask. We bought a box of fifty. We have others. We have other masks as well. But what I saw today, um, and I want to I want to dig down into it a little bit more because I didn't have time to really check it out. But it's kind of a girl thing. So girls, listen up. Um, silk masks that are breathable and they're supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, good for your face, a kind of thing. You know how silk is good for your face. I talked about those silk pillowcases the other day. If you don't know that podcast, uh, you need to, you need to, uh, to find that one and, uh, and listen up about the silk pillowcases, but, oh, a silk mask. I think I'm interested in that, but our, our disposable masks are working really nicely. They're not as hot, and they 
uh, they're disposable. And so, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see about that. But I want to talk about I'm going to talk about a, 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 an animal before the, this is over. But I want to talk about July 4th, not this year, but. A few years back, Gary and I lived in downtown Dallas. We were urban dwellers. Uh, one point, we lived in 1900 Elm, which is had been a, a department store called Teiches in downtown Dallas. And we lived in the penthouse uh, uh, in that building, and it was amazing. Right smack in the middle of downtown Dallas. The crown molding alone that went around that, that building, which was built for $1 million in 1929, that department store, um, I never saw it firsthand, but it had a perfume fountain in the lobby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about that? Living in a department store was my dream. It got to come true. But uh, our, our loft, our penthouse loft in that building was... Absolutely incredible. But the problem with that was we were in a, a transition phase. And Gary and I are all about the, the, you know, the adventure. And so we were transitioning from, it, it was a transitional time in our life. So, but the, the, when we moved in to 1900, they told us that it would be going for sale. And we really, really wanted to buy in that building. Because we're all about real estate and uh, may we may you know where we are now was sort of a supposed to be a, a stopgap kind of thing, and six years later we're still here and we're we're fine with that. But uh, it it didn't it did not go for sale. Still hasn't. So we ha- we just you know we had to move on. We had to. It's like okay, we want to buy something. So we bought still in downtown uh, a townhome, four stories. And the top story was uh, had the balcony that looked out onto the downtown skyline. It was in downtown, so we could. It was incredible view from that. So, and our next one, our people on one side of us, uh, mostly people didn't really use th- those outdoor spaces. They just really didn't. We did. We jazzed ours up, and we we used it mainly at night because of the heat it would get it would get pretty hot up there during the day so uh that top floor just you stepped down and you were looking at downtown Dallas sky it was beautiful so this july 4th we fixed our regular july 4th kind of food and drink and we went up to see the uh, the fireworks over downtown dallas as it began to get dusk well, our, our, the people that we shared a wall with were our incredible friends. I'm going to call them out. George and Kevin. Kevin Ann. And they are both amazing people in their own, in their own rights. Uh, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to give anything away about them because they're not here to defend, <laughs> defend what I say. But we're still very much friends with them, and they were here to visit us. Um, I, let, me direct, let me do this. Let me direct you to Kevin Ann's uh, blog about the trip they took around the perimeter of the United States in 2018. Look it up. 
Kevin Ann Willie. Just Google her. If you Google her, you're going to find out all kinds of stuff. But their trip around the perimeter of the U.S. was was incredible. So um, that's kind of the neighbors that we had. That are, and, and actually, she was a co-worker of ours as well to Dallas Morning News. And um, not only a co-worker, she was the vice president of the editorial page. And she's brilliant. And George... George, it's actually George, uh, is brilliant as a master chef. We love him. But that particular July 4th, we, we're, we're out there and we look over and there's actually a, a, a roof line that came down between us. We weren't just like right together together. But there was a funny thing, uh, I want to tie in cats later, but they had built, uh, George had built this cool tubing system where their cats could come, could go outside. They could go through this tube and go out onto this top balcony. Well, the cat, one of their cats loved us. And so it would come over on our, it would jump over four stories up onto our outdoor space. And we, we loved it. I mean, we'd let it, let them in, you know, and, and we took care of them a little bit when they would travel. But this 4th of July, I will get to the point, I promise. They're sitting over there with their, they had a little television out there, small, very small television, not so that it would bother anybody else. They were listening to the Boston Pops, and they were having champagne and pate, and it's like, oh my God, you can't, could you put us to shame anymore? It was truly a classic, fabulous memory of July 4th for me. But speaking of cats, now this is just going to tear you up. It's going to tear your heart out. Did you hear the oldest living cat in the world? Did you know there was an oldest living cat? Well, guess what? It went to kitty heaven. Yeah, it's, it's just so, so sad. Uh, the cat's name? Is, was Rubble, and beautiful, beautiful cat, uh, lived in England, was gifted to its owner, who had no children, uh, when she was 20, 20 years old, and 31 years later, Rubble has left her, and she really pampered this cat. It's a really pretty cat. It looks, it's kind of orange with, with, uh, with a lot of white on it, and it has gone to kitty cat heaven. Uh, it's actually called a Maine Coon uh, cat. And I just think that is so, so sad. Um, 31 years and then you lose your cat. You know, I, 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 I just, I hate this month really because for many reasons uh, we'll get into other than we lost our, our beloved Cavalier King Charles this month, uh, two years ago, on the on the 24th of July, and so it, uh, everything comes back, and having a pet, she, we had her for 11 years, and it, it all comes back to you, uh, the, the sadness of it, but let me just, let me just tell you that uh, that cat, Rubble, did not hold the record uh, of being the oldest cat of, of all time. Uh, there was, uh, before Rubble, there was a, a Texan, a Siamese cat, Texan cat, who named Scooter, and Scooter lived to be 30. 
And uh, Scooter's actually in the, or was anyway, in the Guinness Book of World Records. Scooter died in 2016. Now, the oldest cat of all time, according to the record books, was Cream Puff, who died in 2005. Guess how old? 38. 38 years old. I, I can't even wrap my head around that. Now, we had a cat named Sadie, a uh, gray tabby, who lived to be 14, and I thought that was a long time. I had no idea that cats lived this long. So rest in peace, Rubble. And guys, whatever you do, wear those masks. Try to be safe because it's not looking good. It's really not looking good around the country. And we have to press on and do what we can. And that's what we're doing. But let's all let's all do the right thing. It's not about your civil rights, even though we talked about civil rights. I talked about it. Wearing a mask to try to protect yourself and to protect others. It's like wearing a seatbelt. It's any other thing that you do. You're not hurting anyone and you're not being hurt. You're hurting everyone, potentially, if you don't put the mask on. It's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. So I'm looking forward to checking into that silk mask. But let's be smart. And let's try to get through this and do things that will help press it down. Enjoy whatever you do this weekend. Please visit us at northpalmbeachlife.com on YouTube and on our website. Gary and I thank you. Stay with us.